You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Awake After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424. 424- Two five six seventeen twenty nine, and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Awake After Show. Woo! <laughs> you guys are hilarious. Yeah. Good evening, everybody. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another After Buzz TV After Show of Awake Season One, Episode Nine, Game Day. I am your host, Anna Koppel, and here with me this evening is Kristen Carney, the most lovely woman in the world. Wait, thanks for that intro, Anna. That was really sweet. Oh. Thanks. Oh, oh you're welcome. <laughs> and over here. What just happened? We got Sean <laughs> called myself Overman. lovely. Sean Overman. I'm Lauren Turner. Welcome. Welcome. Thanks for being here tonight. <laughs> Why is the intro to this so awkward? I don't know. Yeah. Why? So we need guys. to like, get this to be smoother, where we're just like, hey, yeah. Hey. <laughs> well, speaking of smooth, um, let's talk about this. <laughs> this. Um, please, uh, listen, listen to us on iTunes, watch us on YouTube, and go ahead and give us a little rate or comment or both. Especially on the iTunes page. Particularly on iTunes. Go ahead and rate and comment on iTunes and tell a friend. It takes like three seconds. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. We get a lot of benefits for being rated and stuff on, on iTunes um, because we uh, we get bumped up there in the... Uh, yeah, we're, we on, we're like kings and queens if we get a lot of ratings. So yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a big help. So Yeah. And we want to know what you think. So definitely interact with us. We definitely do pay attention to all of the comments. And I mean, I can speak from personal experience I, I've definitely made adjustments to shows that I'm on made adjustments to what I'm saying or, you know so, so we want to give you what you want so and then also I gotta say Anna's gonna give us this great information about tennis rackets and Amazon but that's a little bit later, later. But it's a great tease it. I'm sorry you know just you gotta wait for it I'm I can't I can hardly wait okay because <laughs> you're so you and your tennis rackets and Amazon you tie it it's true you it's do true. it you do's it <laughs> do it up <laughs> All right. Well, um, I think I think what you as an audience want uh, is to talk about the show. So yes. let's do that. Yes, let's do it. Um, it Post game wrap up after buzz, and the name of the episode today was Game, game Day, day. episode nine. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ronnie. Yeah. And Game Day. This was like a really big deal. I mean, Dr. Evans was there. <laughs> Dr. Lee was there. Like everybody, it was it was a big deal, right? Yeah, like the, the entire Los Angeles police precinct was. Everybody was cheering for this on awesome the team. fictional team. Yeah, yeah. Like we said, the, um, can you hear me? Okay, Ronnie. I don't know if okay because I can't hear myself. It's too bad we don't have an LA team. Yeah, you know, but it actually I'm, no, I am fine with not having an LA team because the traffic because they want to put one downtown. Right, and the traffic would be insane. We already have enough traffic on the 10 mm. going to the 101 or to the, the 110. The 10 110 split. Oh. oh yeah, I could do without it. However, um, like you pointed out, the colors didn't seem right for the teams. You would think Seattle might be green because it's a little yeah. softer, more organic-y mm-hmm. maybe. Red's exactly. more in your face like Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. So it did take a second to kind of get your brain to wrap around that. F- yeah. To kind of yeah. go, oh wait, which who, We're sunnier which? here. You know, we got we got to have the red colors. Right, right. That's what you would think. That's how convenient it was red and green. Yes, how convenient. <laughs> They're Just clever over there. They are. Over there at the awake. Those <laughs> writers. Big fans <laughs> of Christmas. Apparently. <laughs> So what was um what actually I noticed was so on the red team's jersey it said NDSU right and what was interesting about that was so it seems like it's a university so maybe I was thinking the whole time it was like a pro ball league yeah but maybe it was a university game yeah like kind of like you know UCLA USC crosstown rivalry only this time it was Seattle wait can you explain LA. university well. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, oh, the I, th- I mean, I think giver. it was. <laughs> um, um, no, what were you going to say? Nothing, so, nothing. No, say it. No, I was just going to say I don't think it would be a university just because going by Los Angeles and Seattle straight up. You know, just I feel like it was just these yeah. mo- fake teams that they yeah. were trying to create yeah. to be like authentic-y mm-hmm. teams, right. but, um, but it doesn't really matter. Very valid perspective. Yeah. <laughs> what was Dr. Evans talking about with the pageantry? The pageantry was like... she. she I mean, when you go to a sporting event, it's very theatrical in a way. Mm-hmm. People are really involved. There's a lot of costuming, you know, if people choose to go that far, face painting. So really, if you're someone like Dr. Evans, who has more of this professor type aura around her she would look at that more as a show and less of a sport yeah you know yeah and so i think that's what she meant that's how i interpreted it all right fair it's enough. entertainment yeah it, is. it really is that's why i go to sporting events but as we <laughs> saw so p- people get really riled up yeah and i know we we're all probably thinking it reflected somewhat of the los angeles dodgers incident with the um san francisco giants fan who mm-hmm. was Brian severely Stowe. beaten and who I believe is still in a coma. He came um, out of the coma. He did come out of the coma? He came out of the coma. How's he doing? How's he? He's, you know, it's great. I was just having lunch with his mom. That's what I was um, saying. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I, I believe he came out of the coma and he's making very slow progress. Right, but right. Um, So I think yeah. it's a real, it's a very real scenario that could happen. But the twist at the end, we didn't actually expect that you know that didn't stay in line with the Dodgers incident but no, and unfortunately in this case someone did die you know they weren't in a coma so yeah. that's sad and that was the the they green take, world right yeah that was this the green became reality. even more confusing because it's the same game in both worlds and so then I just got it's the same game and then you are dealing with colors of the team trying to remember which colors in yeah in which world yeah so so in the green world Seattle wins yeah. right Right. And that's where the red fan is killed. And was his name Ralph? Um, I think that was the name of the guy. I don't know. I didn't get his name. So, so in that, that's the green reality. Red fan is killed. He's killed by, um, his a fan. Yeah. Well, know. we don't. Well, know. we don't know. Yeah, we, we don't know, know at yet. This point, Everybody yeah. suspects that it's it's obvious. A oh, rival. it has to be a rival right. fan, right? Because you know, he was like, you know, treating everybody poorly in the audience and like, you know, just bad mouthing everybody, calling everybody wussies and whatnot. <laughs> For, for lack of a more <laughs> vulgar word, um, I can't believe they said that on NBC. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. So, can we say that on air? Can we say the p we, word? We, we can, but we try. Yeah, but we try to, yeah, we try to avoid it. Yeah. Pussy? What? Yeah, I had to say it. I, they said there's it, um, no censoring on podcasts. So. They said puss, and then they said yeah, pussy later on, and that's NBC, man. I was so surprised. Yeah, so, um, Lauren and I are like, oh, it's, okay. late, it's, it's later at night. It That's wouldn't do that why, line though. Right? Wouldn't, it wouldn't do that justice if they said, "Oh, he called me a sissy," and then I killed. Yeah, him. like yeah. like no one's going to be that upset about sissy. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it, that'd be funny if he was, but yeah. So and and then the red world. I mean, same game as we said, uh, but this time, what happened? The, the, the Los L- Angeles one. Los LA Angeles wins. One. Yeah. And we had the people who owned the cleaner. Um, the, the dry cleaning, dry cleaning place. place. Who was also a bookie. Who was also a bookie. You could tell that from his arm instantly mm-hmm. and his odd behavior of kind of snooping around yeah. and being right. really upset at the game. Right. And he was, uh, his name was Mr. Co. Mr. Co. And mm-hmm. he basically, lo- a, he took, owed some money. Took a bad bet. Lots of money, took a yeah. bad bet. Um, and so we see that, you know, we go to his dry cleaners being set on fire um, and Britain's trying to figure out what's going on with that. Uh, and over there they find a dead body. A dead body. At, at first exactly. we thought it was him. We thought Mr. Coe had been killed, right? Yeah. yeah. But then they, as the, the detectives, you know, were talking, we find out, oh, wait, it's a female, so it couldn't be Coe. It's, uh, her name Fernandez. was Sabina Fernandez, Miss Sabina Fernandez, and she was an employee there, we find out. And she was living in the cleaners, so they didn't know that. Yeah. She was actually living in the back of the cleaners. So... What did you guys think, you know, when this fire comes and they kind of, you know, alluded to the fact that it was set on purpose, the fire. Um, it was arson. But what do you guys think? What did you think when you saw it? Well, Kristen called it right away. Yeah, I just um, my I was going to talk about this. Uh, my family had some like little mafia ties. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's actually history in my family of building things being burned down for insurance money. 
um, back like in the day. So you mean things getting accidentally burnt down, yeah, right? Yeah, several things <laughs> within my lifetime. Um, so I always find that to be like really badass. I like that. I think it's just something from the past almost, it seems like to me, that like, I don't know, maybe just because I love that you know so much about your mafia history <laughs> I just it's weird it's weird because they're hor- it's horrible but um you know I just find but it's it kind of cool yeah it's, it's kind of cool it's badass <laughs> it doesn't happen anymore you know so we can talk about it like it's like fun um sure. but I I like that uh I did definitely think that it was going to be someone getting back at him for not paying out his money so I was I was wrong on that and I did think it was him or the wife in in the shop because I thought again it was someone who was out to get him. I finally called something. I knew it was the wife. Yeah, you kept saying it, and I really was like, no, I, she's too I, sweet. Yeah. She, she fooled me. Yeah. Finally, but, but I was right. <laughs> she was put in a really difficult situation. She was. She was. Yeah, because her husband is getting them in, you know, in... Deeper in debt. $400,000 worth of debt. 487 And she had, you know, to take an extreme measure, and obviously she didn't know her employee was in there, so it brought this up to another level of not just like burning down a house for or something for insurance, but now we're up to murder. So yeah. I felt bad for her. I did too. Yeah. And I felt bad for um, the husband. What was his name again? Mr. Doe. Yeah. No, no, Co. Sorry. No. Co- Doe was the Do other. Doe was the Was the kid. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. right, right, right. So um, Co and Doe and Ho and... And I Doe mean, was and, the kid in the green yeah. world, right? Uh, no, this Reality. was in the red world. All no. of that took place in the in the red world. The the green world was specifically just the guy at the game. Who did they originally US. arrest um, um, for you, the for the murder of the guy at the game? Uh, that who was it? Was it? The it was a green. It was a car accident. Yeah. He, oh, the DUI guy. The DUI guy. Yeah. Who when he um his face was like wiped off into <laughs> yeah. a shirt and it reminded me of Wilson from oh, Castaway. Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. That was um, just, it, that was in the airbag, right? No, yeah. I, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I, don't, I thought it was in the back seat. whatever. I don't know. It was silly. That was really silly. Yeah. It would reminded have, me of Shroud of Torn. Of what? Whatever. I, the, the, Jesus the Jesus Christ Shroud. Jesus Christ Shroud. Oh, where his face shrouded, is imprinted it. in it. Because yeah. of well, that one was because of like supposedly because of like a sweat and bacteria, or but because that's of what I was thinking. They illumination. were illumination. I didn't think that they had. Um, he had face color. Yeah, I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking, are you kidding me? They really think this guy's gonna leave this imprint right. of his oils of his face right. yeah. until we see that he clearly has paint. From that's the what game I thought at first too. Yeah, and I'm not being blasphemous because I'm paranoid, paranoid <laughs> about being blasphemous. But <laughs> but anyway, they ended up finding the real killer from the hat size. Yeah, and um. Just to throw it out there, um, if if you want to buy baseball hats, I do. I want to buy a baseball hat. How or, can I buy a baseball hat or anything else? You can do. Um, you can buy those on Amazon.com. And as a matter of fact, you can buy all of your all of your shopping needs. Do some online shopping at Amazon.com, and now you can get to Amazon through AfterBuzz. Just go on to AfterBuzzTV.com in the upper right hand corner. There's a link for Amazon. You click that. You don't have to type in anything special. There are no special codes. It doesn't cost you anything extra. So pretty much you're just doing everybody a favor, still getting all of your online shopping needs met. It makes it easier mm-hmm. that way, too, because you're already I, on our site. I, I, I agree, and I got an email about last week. Oh, Rebecca, you guys brought in Rebecca, who's an Awake fan, and that was awesome. And wow, you guys' studios are so nice. And they were like, it was, it was incredible. They were asking me all these questions on this email about how, how do you guys afford all that. And I said, oh, luckily we got the Amazon affiliate program, so you could just like help us out like that. So yeah, click, click, click through us, through AfterBuzz, right, yeah. through the banner on the right side, and then that little kickback money comes towards this uh, great studio studio that yeah. you see Lauren, Sean, Anna and Kristen. You know, I was, out I was reading Every Girl's Guide you were reading. to Life. <laughs> I know, right? I was reading Maria Menounos' book and um I was kind of doing the organization thing. I tweeted about it like the organizing um chapter that she has and I went ahead on Am- on afterbuzztv.com and look clicked the Amazon link and found a couple things for my wish list for my room for my organization. So, nice. definitely Definitely go to Amazon through Mar- AfterBuzz TV. Maria said in her book that organization is the key to happiness. It is. She does say that. <laughs> I remember you so highlighted unhappy. that in your copy. So thank you. Oh, I, you caught I, that. I, huh? I got your copy. <laughs> so <laughs> I like that. Um, but you know, guys, with this, th- I'm I'm noticing a trend uh, with Awake that I'm not too happy about. It just seems as if 
it's becoming more about the crime, uh, you know, the crime and the cases, as opposed to the actual concept that we're all, you know, we were all excited, excited about. So I don't know what's going on with that. I hope the next episode and, you know, it's not like that. I th- the, the problem is, is that they've already written all, written and shot all these episodes. So once they air, they can't go, oh, can't wait, go shoot, back. we shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Or people are responding this way. You know, there's no turning back the time. But it's such a significant change. Yeah, yeah. And I think um, this was one thing I wanted to say about about that. I, As we heard, um, they write, they have different writers for different episodes. And I don't think that really served them justice. Because when you're, so, it seems very... You know, they got the formula. It's like A plus B equals C. Now write for this. And then it seems like to me they didn't get necessarily back together to say, now how are we moving along in this overall arc of the dream? It's like they all kind of were like, yeah, I have an idea. I have an idea. I have an idea. And they put it together. And then all of a sudden it was like all these separate episodes, you know, that didn't kind of lend itself to this overarch of, of, you know, um, learning, getting any closer to knowing what world he's actually in or, you know, or progressing further. Or if he can break through and make it to the actual reality or, or maybe make it so something crazy, you know, something else crazy happens. Like he finds out who did this to him. Right. Well, I, they, they finally did touch on that tonight. Well, not who did this to him, but with, um, with Rex's girlfriend being pregnant. Right. Yeah. So, um, so I thought that was a really big deal. And I mean, I wish they didn't wait until, episode nine to do that yeah and i wish they would do things like that more often but um i'm excited to see that development yeah, you this know it's gonna be another dynamic in the whole yeah. situation oregon is that even gonna still be in the the picture now no obviously not there, I mean, he's clearly we saw from from the trailer you know he's he's gonna tell his wife like hey we need to stay here we need to be we need to like be, a family and possibly yeah. even you know. adopt the baby so yeah. Yeah, that's exciting to at least see that. I'm glad that they've added that. Yeah, like earlier when we were doing the other one, how I was like, I hope that he has another woman in his life, and I think the baby is as close as we'll get, oh, yeah. Yeah. you know, to having some sort of other person to care about and to have to nurture and take care of and see how they grow in his world while both trying to, you know, because th- this is really interesting to me how they how they will handle it because he knows that the she lost the baby in the green mm-hmm. reality. Mm-hmm. And he knows that she didn't lose the baby in the red reality, as of yet, anyway. Mm-hmm. How would he go about functioning, waking up one day and having one, a human being exist, and then waking up the other day and the human being doesn't exist? That's that seems what, pretty tricky. That's what he's doing now. No, this I know, but in a new way. <laughs> a new. In a new way, because he knows that. Like, he's going into the day knowing that... Um, He's going into the day knowing that his wife is not going to be there or that his son's not going to be there. Now the baby is existing in one world. How is he going to not know? I don't know. I, I get what right. you're saying. <laughs> I get what you're saying because it is. It's brand new. It's a brand new. He's going to have to get used to it. But it's just going to be the same way he got used to his, you know, just like Anna was saying, his wife being dead or his son being dead in either of the realities. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I was thinking he would he would wake up and be like, oh, the baby's not here, but it's supposed to be here or something. That's mm. kind of the way I was looking at it. Right. You know, more like the baby was supposed to be in that reality and didn't well, exist. Well, I, I think, and this is, we um, talked about this earlier tonight with uh, episode four, but um, the sort of, uh, it's sort of like a string theory, like sort of parallel universe thing that they do sometimes where there are these like different possibilities different realities with the same people mm-hmm. I think it sort of like hugs that idea but it can't fully because you know we have Hannah or we don't we have Rex or we don't um but certainly with something like the baby um I guess you wouldn't have the baby in one reality I don't know but um it just sort of like tiptoes around these theories without quite fully embracing them yeah I think that's really the only way they can really write for it is without fully embracing them. Because if you do fully embrace it, it's almost too convoluted. Right. You know? Yeah. It would almost go into It's a little convoluted many... anyway. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. This whole, the show should just be called well, to make it To make it a little bit less convoluted, getting back to the green reality, um, it was interesting to see how Rex and his dad were kind of bonding in a way with the whole yeah. interrogation thing, look for the liar. You know, these are the cues to look for. So that was, that was he was interested cool. in that. Yeah. yeah. It was so cute how he got in bed with them. I love that. Like, oh, 
that was great. Yeah. yeah. It's nice to see Rex smile too. Yeah. 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 You have to give your son, you can't have to give the character dimension. He can't just be yeah. a shy, angry teen every single every episode. Every episode, right? <laughs> so, yeah, I was glad to see that. Yeah, so that that was an interesting dynamic, and then at the very end, and when we get to the Red World, and he, we see uh, Britain confront uh, Emma, and like you know, hey, I know that you're pregnant. That was a very touching moment at the end. Touching. Yeah, yeah. So imagine if she wasn't pregnant and it never happened, and he was just this older man being like, "Are you pregnant?" I'd be like, yeah, right I know. This. That's what I was like. Oh, I, I that need an happen. adult. I yeah. need an adult. Yeah. Do you want to be? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> like really creepy. And then he hugs. Oh, tight. that's so bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of glad to see more of Emma in the, the the upcoming episodes as an actress and kind of get to know her a little bit better. That should be good. A new character, you know. She's good too. Of, I like I like her. Yeah, she is good. Oh, yeah. speaking speaking of good acting, uh, back in the the green reality with with the the brother, the brother. of the victim, he was you know, great. Who, who killed yeah. him. Yeah. He killed his brother. He, you know, uh, we were watching with our friend uh, G in the studio, and he pointed out that, well, man, you look at him. He's doing such a good job. It just, like, spurted out of yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. just, like, threw, threw up or something. He threw it up, like, yeah. In episode four, she, episode four, the character, the woman who plays Kate also had a moment that crack, the girl was supposed to be, like, a crack addict or a drug addict when she was in the interrogation room, and she was going through her admittance of doing, you know, wrong. She also had a... A, like a loogie come out and I was oh, like yeah, yeah good acting awesome. yeah it's get good. into it not realizing yes. if there's no bodily Spit, fluids snot. coming out of you equals good acting <laughs> they're really Especially. letting themselves go yeah. They, yeah they might as well just release all their bowels <laughs> okay no <laughs> maybe not it's a different show Academy Award totally different show um yeah so um <laughs> I'm ex- I uh I'm excited to see uh well, I hope they actually show Vegas uh, going away. Well, I guess yeah, they won't be having a going away oh, party. Yeah. Damn. Darn. I wanted to see that because um, Vega has always seemed like an outsider to me. And uh, he doesn't seem to have the respect of really anybody Anyone. there. Yeah. So I wanted to see him. That would be good to see him interact. Yeah. yeah. That would make him more like Well, one maybe of the now boys. they'll have a baby right. shower instead. And Vega can plan that. Oh wow, mm. that is not going to make him more popular. <laughs> I don't think Vega would plan the baby show, or at least attend. So that way, you know, we can see him talk to someone else besides Britain. Yeah, he definitely does seem like an outcast. It's weird, yeah. even though like Bird is involved to the same extent that he is. Bird seems way more in the show mm-hmm. than than Vega does. Yeah, and Bird's not supposed to be the guy that's watching him like a hawk, right? Right, 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 right making yeah. sure he doesn't screw up. Right. Well, right. he he only got his promotion. Vega only got his promotion to watch him, and so I'm sure he doesn't have the respect of anybody. Like, look, you didn't really earn that, and whatever. Plus, he can only understand half of what he says. Right. So. <laughs> Well, it's not Fez. It's not like he sounds completely like Fez or anything. Well, but see, I used to think that was Fez. Like, he was just doing a character, but I realized realize he does have an accent. Yeah. So the show, every episode has a clue where he is, where Britain solves the case because of a clue in one world. But this time it was, we talked about it a little bit. Only one little thing. One little thing. That hat. Yeah. yeah, and it's so expected though at this point. Yeah, it's so predictable. When they zoom in on a, and on, when they zoom in on an object. Remember that 20 minutes from now, you are going to be <laughs> having another zoom in on the exact same object yeah, in a different location. Different. So, eh, too too much of a formula. Yeah, I feel like this it's time making me pushing me back, pushing me away. I yeah. feel like this time it wasn't as creative because it was like the exact same thing. It was like, oh look, the NDSU oh, hat, right? And, and there's the hat. ND, there's the same exact hat. It's just bigger. It fits on a person's head this time. <laughs> well, I right. like how he figured out. Okay, this is how he figured out the hat didn't fit the. I mean. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, oh, that's, that's actually, point, yeah. I didn't small. think about that. Yeah, yeah that's he, actually really good. You realized good. that, and that was good. Yeah, I definitely didn't pick up on that, that t- it was tiny small, hat. tiny, tiny, tiny. Tiny, tiny hat tiny. can't fit that person. Right, yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's, and the bird, of course, I feel like bird just, like, doesn't believe anything that Britain said. No, until he physically <laughs> until sees he the physi- proof. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the hat. And he threatens, if you don't put this on, I'm going to put it on for you. <laughs> I know. I like that line. That <laughs> yeah, was that was great. That was good. Poor guy. <laughs> um, just a couple of things that I enjoyed hearing. Um, Dr. Evans said, a sport is a link to our tribal past. Hmm. I thought that was 
I'm not really sure what I thought that was. A I thought sport it was is a link to a tribal to yeah. a tribal how, how we're like, now we were supposed to be more civilized. We've moved beyond violence and stuff. You know, we used to fight a lot in the past, medieval times, even further back, tribal times. And now we only do war on a worldwide scale. Yeah. And it's very separated from us. Yeah. A lot of the time, I, I think, you know, we live in a world, people are just so chaotic and they're shooting people and they're so violent. But if you think back, it was so much more violent. Yeah. Of Violence then, was a sport. Yeah, right. That, you know, I think we're uncivilized just because I, you know, but anyway. But it used to be worse. Yes. Used to be worse. It used to be worse. I'm sure per capita. I never give our, our, I never give our time, our, our era enough credit. I'm always like, oh, we suck. We're horrible. We're <laughs> terrible people. But then it's like, well, other people were like eating each other for fun. Oh, yeah. Kristen, take I'm it sure Who are these people? Like on yeah. your favorite show, Spartacus. <laughs> My family. Which, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> the mafia, whatever. It's not a big deal. <laughs> Um, and then Britain, you know, got into his whole, like, does it really matter who wins or loses, you know, yeah. because, oh, that actually brings up a point I wanted to talk about. Um, the, the woman who went to jail, um, for burning down Mrs. Wu or something, um, <laughs> it's not supposed to be I, be, I believe it was Mrs. Co. Mrs. Co. Co. Okay. Yeah. Um, she said, um, such small details make such a big difference. Just one slight change or difference. Mm-hmm. If they had won that game, yep. this woman would still be alive. I wouldn't be going to jail, you know. Um, and you think about that in everyday life, just All the like ifs. the butterfly effects. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you leave your house ten minutes later, or you take a sip of, you know, this drink versus that drink, like what monumental changes could happen? So I like that concept. I wish they explore. I I knew that's kind of what they were going for when they showed the the um the goalposts mm-hmm. and the ball went through went, one and went through the other mm-hmm. and i kind of thought like how that's going to be a big effect even though it was such a small difference but i wish they pointed it out more because um that would have been a cool over our over like theme we didn't really feel i didn't feel like there was much of a theme in this episode specifically whereas episode four just it's so right. much in my mind from seeing it was a theme it was like um trying to do better or what you could have done like you could have been this person versus that person. Right. No, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, that's, that's a good point, but I actually feel like that was a theme. It, it wasn't as, it wasn't as obvious until like the really, the very end where that lady talked about it. Yeah. And you know, it, it, but if you go back and watch, rewatch the episode, you're going to see, you know, a lot more of that. Like, Oh, it's small. You know, look what happened because that ball missed or the ball made it. Right. Right. I'm a Buffalo Bills fan and they uh, lost, um, Super Bowl against the well, they lost many Super Bowls in a row, but the one they lost by like like an inch, the ball went outside of the goalpost versus in, and it's like the exact same story from mm. um, Ace Ventura. Oh yeah, yeah. I was just that. gonna bring that up. Yeah, I was just gonna it's say the same. Basically, <laughs> the guys, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy Scott Norwood is went down in history, and basically that character was based off of Scott Norwood oh. from, from the Buffalo Bills. Um, but anyway, it was just such a small difference. And just to give light to that point, this sounds really silly, but all four years that the Buffalo Bills went to the Super Bowl, and I people listening, I swear this has something to do with the show. I'm not going on a tangent. <laughs> but because of that theme, it's like the smallest little thing can affect this and then the next million events. Um, but my brother was in high school for all four years that the Bills went to the Super Bowl each year in a row. And my brother had a really hard time with – being successful, and I know it sounds silly, but because everyone in school didn't like the team that he liked, and everyone kind of picked on him, and he always said, if the Bills had won at least one Super Bowl in high school, I would have been a different person. Wow. If if they had won that one, if that ball went through the goalpost, I wouldn't have struggled with depression, and I would have possibly gone to school to be, you know, a doctor, because he stu- suffered so badly from those losses mentally. So just to give, you know, credit to that storyline, like, it's a lot about football. It actually affects wow. people's lives, and you never know, you know, to what extent. To That's, what extent? Yeah. yeah. I sort of give cre- credit to Kristen to point out that story because I know everyone's probably listening and like, oh, but the reality is stuff like that does actually happen. Yeah. But I know no one wants to admit it. So the fact that your brother admitted it, kind of cool, yeah. and tying into this this uh, this show. Yeah. Um, so if you guys yeah. didn't like the tangent, um, no, it makes no, sense. I really liked it. Yeah, that was I great. Really liked it because it's true. It it's really true, but. Um, Anyway, so. All right. Well, I think we're going to take a quick break here. Unless, yeah. do you have, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, and when we come back, we are going to uh, get into some news and gossip, talk a little dream stuff. 
Mm-hmm. And we'll be right back. After Buzz TV. Hi. I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag coworkers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzzTV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives. And more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? Welcome back, everybody. We are here buzzing about Awake, Season 1, Episode 9 game day and um right now i think sean has some interesting information for us about as always as always dream <laughs> stuff okay well um just a, a little quick interesting thing uh, i like to read this this one website called life hacker and uh, they actually had a pretty interesting um uh, they like to do a bunch of different stuff like one of the things i like to check out on there is like how to make stuff at home like how to life hack stuff and i made myself like this little tv stand it's a super tiny stand it, it only cost me like 15 bucks to make just to elevate my tv a little bit above where it normally is to have like my blu-ray player slide underneath oh, nice. Yeah. Nice, yeah so anyway <laughs> one of the stuff that one of the things that they like to talk about is cool apps to have on your ipad your iphone or android device whatever and there's this one called dream on that I actually came across. It's Dream colon on, and it's an app for iOS. So if you guys want to, you can download it on your like your iOS device, your iPhone or your iTouch, iPad, whatever. And what's actually interesting about it is that when you're going to sleep, it'll play certain music or certain tones, sounds, or even it'll be someone narrating a story, so that. When you're going to sleep, you'll be thinking about that stuff, those sounds or the story, and you'll perhaps dream about whatever it is, That's so, awesome. something related to it. What's the name of the app? Dream On. Dream On. And um, who, do you know where they like derive these stories from? Are they stories that someone's kind of in a microphone just telling, or is it more of an elaborate recorded story where Actually, there's sound effects and stuff? Um, because that would be really cool. I I would love to be able to choose my dream, like yeah. my specific dream, so that they didn't send me to a nightmare. They, there's <laughs> there's a knife coming at you. I'm like, no. what what that sounds like to me actually. They're um, they used to have. They probably still have somewhere this device you would put on your face, and it would like have these flashing red lights. Um, and so when you're in your dream, like you would like things would flash red and so then you would recognize that you're in a dream and that would help you dream lucidly so i don't know it sounds similar to that um yeah uh, i would i would say it's pretty close to that because you are if you are like inducing your dream to be a certain way right then it is kind of like a lucid dream in that way but you're doing it from the outside not from the inside but don't you have to wake yourself up in the middle is uh, that the one this one's a little bit different that, oh yeah that there's another one where you can like Remember, recall your dream yeah. by waking up at a certain time. Yeah, that's a different in the app. Of the night. And it it actually um that one I forgot I didn't write the name for that one down because I don't want people to do this at home. Which is <laughs> if you wanna if you wanna remember your dreams and be able to document them well, then you have to wake yourself up while you're dreaming in that moment. So there's this other app. Uh, it's it's in the same article, um on Lifehacker. And what it does is it times your REM sleep. So it'll catch you when you're when you're in that state, like maybe three and a half or four hours into your dream stages, and it'll wake you up with like an alarm or a buzzer or whatever, and that way you can recall your dreams. Well, you you actually feel just write down your dreams as soon as you wake up in the morning. Anyway, you'll have like seventy to eighty percent uh, recall. Yeah. Um, you just have to like be committed first yeah. thing. Yes. Do you have a dream journal? Of course. I don't. I have had. <laughs> I I used to have one in high school. I loved it. And... Yeah. No, I don't. I have a dream journal in my head. I just store all the dreams that I have, and they're, like, so vivid in my mind. Yeah. Really? So, yeah. 
Good. Now, regarding the dream, my, my thing is on my dreams, I was never able to really remember them as much as I've been remembering them to like these you days. And your, uh, right. you no, know, so not just always Wendy Williams, but I was kind of going to go off, and this is very much Ronnie, what the dreams, the effect, like what Kristen says. My dreams are getting so vivid now, or maybe they're the REM dreams or whatever, that. I literally am now making decisions based on these things that happen in my subconscious mind. Wow. It's freaking crazy, <laughs> and I blame Awake or you guys. <laughs> but it's it's something to be said about the way dreams are. I, I don't know. It's like throwing me for a loop. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, regarding the induced dreaming stuff, I actually I induced a dream just la- – was it? I think it was last night. Uh, I watched this movie called uh, Insidious, and uh, I watched it with my girlfriend. And uh, actually – uh, right afterwards, I went to sleep, and normally I watch something like happy, as per the recommendation of you know watching something happy, so I don't have like crazy ass nightmares. And I did not do that. I didn't watch American Dad or something before I went to sleep right after the Insidious, and uh, I ended up dreaming that. And I don't have a TV in my room, okay? But I ended up dreaming that there was a TV in my room on top of my bookshelf, and it was flashing with the title from Is- Insidious on the screen and the crazy. Violin music was playing, and I was like, whoa, this is not real, this is not real, this can't be real, and then I was, like, touching her so that I was like, okay, my astral body is here, my astral body is here, it was kind of like plot, one of the plot devices in the, in the story, and when I looked over at her, there was actually, (laughs) when I looked over at her, there was a purple ghost that was above her, like, shaking, and that freaked me out, and I woke up. And everything was Ooh, okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> was, a creepy. Yeah, that's one. creepy. Night terror for that sure. Is yeah, night terror. for sure. Yeah, I've had several of those. Several, I uh, unfortunately. Yeah. I, I don't want to get into telling too many of my dreams. I could go on. <laughs> I hear you. Hello, I hear you, sister. Oh, oh, we have a caller. Yes, we do. <laughs> Hello, caller. Thanks for calling after Hi. Buzz. I We're... can barely hear you guys. Oh, can you can you hear us a little bit better now or? Uh huh. It's seems like you guys are like on uh speakerphone or something oh are you are you watching yeah a little bit are you watching us like maybe you could turn down the volume on your um on your set that you're watching us on on the computer or something no we're not i I, i'm not watching you guys on okay okay all right well oh is this sheila yeah oh hey (laughs) so this uh, so, hey, Sheila, um, this is actually my, Hi. this is my sister and she's actually uh, a studying marriage and family therapist. And since we have therapists on the show, I was wondering if, you know, she could actually contribute and give some advice on what's going on with uh, the daughter of Britain being pregnant or whatever, or whatever she saw in the episode that caught her eye. So Sheila, what do you have for your input? Um, well, this is the first time I've watched the show. I'm a little confused with, you know, the the time and how it goes in the future and back to the past and I don't know what's the present um, in ter- from what I've seen I really like the relationship that he has with his son it seems a bit strained I'm guessing because the mom just recently passed away is that right in that reality there's there's two realities there's a green reality and a red uh-huh. reality and in the green reality where his son is his wife has actually died and then it's in, okay. yeah. So um, that that would explain what you're you know the the difficulty you're having in, uh, in describing it, I guess. Right. So I mean, in the beginning of the show, um, he got in bed with his son to try and comfort him. I thought that was really sweet. And then in terms of um, them talking about the miscarriage um, at at the police station, I thought that was great. Um, that he actually felt comfortable enough to go to his dad about something like that. You know, that shows that they have a pretty good relationship. However, I was kind of interested in um, how come he didn't ask how his son is doing, like how his son's feelings are about the miscarriage. He only asked, I believe, about the girlfriend, like how is she doing, which kind of perpetuates the idea that miscarriage and pregnancy is only a girl's issue mm. yeah. yeah that's a good you know point. what i mean yeah that's a good point I, I think if you had see like if you go back and watch other episodes you'll see that um 
the father uh, or Britain actually doesn't have a good relationship with Rex. I think the opening montage of him in bed um, get, was like almost like a misnomer because they really don't have that type ah. of relationship. Yeah, so mm. it it would look to, like they were close and that he would be interested, but they really are really distant. So I think it's definitely a combination of the two. But that's a super good point. I I agree because you never really think to ask the the guy. It's not. I, I I mean I've never gone through the scenario, but I you know I would imagine that my first inkling would be how am I overthinking how the mm-hmm. guy is because it's just. You know, it's more of a selfish thing in that yeah. sense. But um, I, I agree. I think it's a really good point. Well, uh, thanks for calling, Sheila. And uh, my sister actually has an interesting blog. It's a lifestyle blog. It's amazing. It's called ladyandplum.wordpress.com. You guys can dot blogspot dot oh blogspot I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> dot dot com. And uh, Lauren actually is following her, and so am I. Yeah, I'm a plummy. Um, and I actually love going to her site to fashion, you know, uh-huh. and lifestyle. And she has like tips on cooking and tips on clothes. And she has beautiful pictures of herself <laughs> all over there too. She's gorgeous. She's like a female Sean. So she's <laughs> and she has an identical twin sister too. So, but Very yeah. Awesome. So thanks for calling, Sheila. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Have a good night. Keep okay. up the good work, you guys. Thanks. Bye bye. Thank you. That was an interesting, um, when she said that uh, for Rex to actually go to his dad and tell his dad that because of their relationship is not so strong right now, I thought that that was interesting. I would think he would tell the tennis instructor, you know, before he would tell his dad. Right. Well, maybe maybe Britain, you know, getting, you know, taking that step and going into Rex's room and talking to him in that manner, maybe that got to him. Maybe that got through to him. Yeah, opened a little portal Mm -hmm. of communication. Well, and I think he related to him when, he gave him the day off and he's like, look, I know this is not from stomach cramps. And yeah. he was like, well, then why did you let me have the day off? And he was like, because I've wanted those days off too, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. I think he probably was relating to him a bit. Yeah. I like that he said that I've wanted days off too. Cause I think if you're too hard on your kid, you're only going to push them away. Right. And you're also human. You've, you went to school. You didn't want to go to school every day. If you did good for you, but I guarantee <laughs> it didn't happen. So it's good that he, that he comforted him in that way and said, listen, you're okay. It's okay. It happens, but don't do it again. You know, you're going to school tomorrow. Right. Um, I think he's, I think Britain's a good father. I just think that he's not really been given the opportunity by Rex a lot of the time Mm -hmm. to, to, because Rex won't ever really hear him. And I want to like shake him and say, listen to your dad. He's trying to be nice and give you advice, but you guys, I was going to ask you guys a question. Yeah. As far as Rex and maybe being so closed-minded or closed off with his dad, do you think in this show we're going to go see like maybe some backstory or continue to see? No. Because that no. would make a lot of sense as to I why. I want that. I want that so bad. Because, you know, sometimes we so. blame the kid or we blame – not the kid, but we blame one side. But as a viewer, we don't know. Maybe the dad did something really, really bad to Rex, you know, when he was 10, 11. What is he, like 15 now? And he got that girl pregnant, too? It's yeah. turning into 16 I know, and right? pregnant. Uh-oh. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I don't Just, think there's going to be any backstories. I've, I've wanted that, but the yeah, way that before the going, accident, yeah. the family dynamic, yeah. I would have loved to see it, but we definitely haven't gotten yeah, that We're not going to see And that. I feel like they should do it, because you guys keep talking about we love it, but then they're doing too much of a formula. So if we do get a season two, I think that would be absolutely something. Oh, yeah. So we got two different worlds, red world, green world, and a backstory. Go back in history. Find out yeah. why some of these some of these things are happening, um, and then what could potentially happen. But it's a good... I, I like it. I, or I like listening to you guys talk about it. Good. Let's talk about some news and gossip. Is that what you want to talk about? Let's, okay. let's talk about that. <laughs> After Buzz TV News. All right, I'll start. All right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about it. Um, so, BD Wong uh, is going to be guest starring, doing a special appearance um, for Law & Order SVU in an episode titled Father Dearest, which is airing on May 9th. Um as his uh, recurring character, psychiatrist, George Hong. Um, then, I just learned today, Dylan Minnette, who plays Rex, uh, is in a band um, yeah. called The Fever. Did you know that? We talked yeah, about we it. Talked about it. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, they'll be playing at the Whiskey oh, wow. Friday, oh. May 11th at 6.30. We should Whoa. go. We should go. After Buzz exclusive <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> behind the scenes let me know how it was uh, <laughs> <laughs> ouch <laughs> i'll definitely go um 
so yeah, so I guess then everybody knows these vocals and rhythm guitar. I don't know what rhythm guitar is, but um, yeah. And and Laura Allen, born in Oregon. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And why too. don't you? Oh, you said this on episode four. How she was actually cast originally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She was cast originally played to play to play, to oh, play yeah, the tennis. Oh yeah, to play the tennis instructor. Yeah. She did, got an upgrade. She was Ronnie. Like maybe that's audition. why she wasn't even cast originally. Yeah. 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 It was the oh uh, the wife. The wife. Yeah. Wifey. Yeah. yeah she wifey. Was, she's <laughs> a little off still, in my opinion. I definitely be- would believe her as a tennis instructor. Oh yeah. 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 That's what she should have been. You're yeah. way more well, believable as a tennis instructor. <laughs> she was good at tennis, <laughs> according to her backstory with the kid. Yeah. Right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she was a pro almost. Yeah. 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 There you go. News and gossip, anybody else? I got got something, you got something too, Sure, go ahead. Mine's really fast. Okay, so this is a shout-out to someone who uh, commented us on our iTunes page just on April 23rd, earlier this week, and they said, um, this is from Crash613, this is my first After Buzz podcast ever. I was looking for something to listen to after Howard Stern became unlistenable. I don't know how we're the next step from Howard Stern. Yeah. That's like hilarious. Yeah. And he said, I burned through a bunch of audiobooks. Then I found and these. Being a fan of Awake, it is a great place to get people's take on the show and maybe pick up something I missed. Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. After Buzz, After Buzz, After Buzz. After Buzz. Maybe he thought that we were a good step from Howard Stern because Rebecca came in and she's on the Cinemax. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It'd be. And that's I. That's all I got. Oh, Lauren, you have something? What do you no. have? Um, I have a couple of <laughs> things. Um, so in a recent interview with LA Times, um, Jason Isaacs, who plays Britain, um, you know, he was confronted a little bit about the ratings and what he thought about that. Um, and he said, quote, this is going to sound very unprofessional, but I honestly didn't give a damn about how many people watched the show and whether it ran for 10 years or one year and what time slot we have. I've done theater to 200 people, and I've done movies that make millions, and I hold them in the same regard. I thought that was interesting. I mean, he obviously the ratings are kind of continuing to plummet. Sounds like he got a lot of money because if I'm on a show, <laughs> I don't want to. I want ratings, and I want to be casted <laughs> on season two, three, and fifteen. Right. I guess the I point like is him, that I'm he just, just really he loves what he's doing, and he loves the character, and that's why he chose it. Yeah. And I was just joking. I know you mm-hmm. were, Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be mean. It's not about the money. Yeah, Actually, I mean, you is. have to stand up for what you're doing. You know, yeah. you can't really call out flaws and things right, like that. Right. I'm sure he does really love the character. I think so, He's too. an interesting character. But it I, is. I, I also, I wish we saw him break down, which I said before. Um, I'm yeah. bringing back the episode four. But, yeah. Um, I really do. I was obsessed with episode four. <laughs> no. <it's, laughs> I paid attention better, I guess. But um, we saw him, but we never see him break down. We never see him kind of go, ah, oh, you know, yeah. like, I am, this is too much for yeah. me. Yeah. And I know he's a strong character, but you have to show, like, that vulnerable side. Exactly. Yeah. We have, to, we have to want you to get better. Because right. if you're functioning this great, why do we need you to get better? Right. Exactly. But again, um, I think that works for him because he of the type of job he is. He is a hard ass person. Right, but, but it would be good to have vulnerability. Has their moments. Oh, so we want we need a good breakdown. We need a moment. Oh, you did say that. Oh, in episode yeah, four, yeah, we did <laughs> earlier most today. Most impactful yeah. show ever. Yeah. We'll have that soon. And then one more thing. Um, you know, I like to talk about a different actor on the show. Uh, I just wanted to talk about Wilmer Valderrama a little bit. We all kind of know Wilmer, um, but he spent his childhood in Venezuela. Uh, and moved to the U.S. at 13 years old and learned English, like, quickly uh, while he was in high school. And we were talking about how he tweeted Mandy Moore. Well, yeah, he did date her. He dated Mandy Moore, Jessica Alba, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Lindsay Lohan, (laughs) Ashley Simpson, and most recently, Demi Lovato. I think we know his type. He's into, like, the young starlet. Yeah, Yeah, young girls. And he's also allergic to strawberries. Just a random Must be the iodine in them. Hmm, maybe. So I don't feed my boyfriend's allergic to strawberries. His lips swell up. Really? Mm. Mm. All right, cool. Well, um. Please remember to rate and comment us on iTunes. And Any predictions? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, wow. man. Thank you. Um, I did this last time, too. <laughs> Just so you know. I'm like trying to whisper. You're after Buzz TV. <laughs> predictions. I think it's always okay to remind people to rate and comment us, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's always good. And Amazon. And Amazon. Tennis rackets. I predict that you guys are going to go to Amazon 
through AfterBuzzTV.com mm. and purchase awesome stuff. There it That's is. My prediction. Boom. <laughs> I uh, I uh, predict that um, on a serious note, I guess. Serious. <laughs> <laughs> um, the um, pregnancy, I think, might actually fall through. And I that might not be the best way to say. I don't think she might. Wasn't very sensitive. I, no. <laughs> it might literally fall through. She oh, thinks yeah. she's gonna lose it and it'll just... fall out. No, I. Um, Ouch. I'm a comic. Like I have, you have no idea how bad I have to control myself when I'm here. So like I have to let it out a little bit. Don't sweat the um, small stuff. No, I do. Please, I. Uh, I think that it might not happen. Um, but I don't know. Maybe it will. It, it will. But I think it might not. I think there's a possibility it might not. It might be the same. Because if she lost it in you one guys, reality, wouldn't she lose it in the other? That's, if it what I, that's kind of how I'm, I'm looking at it. Her body is still the same body. Yeah. She's still the same person. And she's still in the same scenario in her life for the most part. Because she doesn't have her boyfriend. You know, so I would just see maybe the possibility of that happening. But for the sake of the story, I think it would be really interesting if they did go through with it. I think they're going to stop the trip to Oregon, obviously, from all these events that have transpired this episode. And it seems like the bench guy, Carl, is going to play another role in the next episode. And yeah. he's going to... It looked like he was unearthing some kind of evidence against Britain, maybe yeah. from the accident or I something. I can't wait to see that car. I don't know what's in there, but I'm excited to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did predict that they weren't going to go to Oregon. Yes. That I was did. good. Good <laughs> job. I really have predictions, so... Glad proud myself. All right. Well, Anna, no predictions. Um, no, I. Yeah, no, nothing major. I think we've talked about it. No Oregon pregnancy may or may not happen. Great job, boy or a girl? What do we think? <laughs> Honestly, what do we think? I think it'll be it's a boy. I think it'll be a girl. Yeah. No, a boy for Rex. A boy. We'll call it Rex Junior. If they're if they if they go for the obvious, it'll be a boy. I if, think if it'll they be don't go for the obvious. Rexandria. <laughs> um, all right. Well, anyway, don't forget to comment and rate us on iTunes, YouTube, but especially iTunes. Do all your online shopping needs on Amazon through AfterBuzz TV. I am your host, Anna Koppel. I am your co-host, Kristen Carney. And uh, go to my blog, please, sweatthesmallstuffwithkristen.com and like it on Facebook. I'm begging you. <laughs> if you don't want to do the Amazon thing, do that. Just as important. I'm Just Lauren here. Turner and Twitter, Lauren's Love. <laughs> and I'm Sean Overman. You can follow me. And that's my favorite sound. <laughs> at Sean underscore Overman on Twitter. Check out my blog, SeanOverman.org. And um, don't forget to be supporting Maria on Dancing with the Stars. Vote for her. Yeah, Maria. They're doing so well. Yes, I think they're going to win. because you can. So, yeah, going all the way. Have a good night. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.